0: So I was thinking of uh, making a parody movie of Silence of the Lambs called The Goats That Never Shut Up.
1: (laughs) You know, I I, I lost what I was going to say for that name.
0: You are now listening to... Welcome to Film Nerds Hour
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah.
0: Well, yeah,
1: well, well well welcome back to well, <laughs> Film Nerds Hour. <laughs>
0: welcome back alright. No, we can't we can't we can't we can't idolize him. We
1: can't
0: we can't we can't we <laughs> can't can't idolize him. <laughs> Who's him?
1: Oh you're not on the same uh
0: um, I was referencing Porky Pig. Who are you thinking?
1: Well, I was thinking uh
0: CM Oh, Punk. CM Punk.
1: No. Oh, because the I other like him. CM. The infamous CM.
0: I don't know who that is, so I'm not idolizing. Oh. Yeah. If you couldn't hear what he lip said, it was no I'm kidding. Uh... <laughs> now, now you get it. A <laughs> hey, debate, debate. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, but I mean,
1: the horrificness does fit in with what we're about to talk about.
0: In a way. Um.
1: No way. We're going to be reviewing the, well, technically it is a, well, it, I believe it is 2020. I don't think it's a 2021 movie. It
0: was 2020, but we're skipping over a very important part, which is, your Noah Sweeto.
1: And he's Nathaniel Shoemaker. Forgive us for that.
0: Yeah, welcome to Film Nerds Hour. How's it going,
1: guys? we will be reviewing this 2020 movie, which I believe it is. I gotta figure this out. Yeah. Which I don't know why like, it keeps coming up with the Korean film. It, because it's more
0: popular and it's on Netflix.
1: Yeah, but I really don't think that's like that. It's a better ugh. movie.
0: Maybe. Um but we're gonna be
1: reviewing The Call that came out in on October second of twenty twenty.
0: This is the American The Call, not the Korean Netflix original.
1: Yeah, it's not The Call with Halle Berry the thriller. Yes. Uh, and is by Timothy Woodward Jr., The which you guys might know as as it screams on the box art. He is the creator and director of uh, Final Destination.
0: Yeah. And... Which, you know, this movie was better than Final Destination 4. This term is plot. As far as plot goes, I guess.
1: I never saw... I've only seen the first Final Destination, so I can't speak on that well,
0: behalf. It's confusing think. because there's Final Destination... Then there's final destination two. Then there's final final destination three. And then there's the final destination. And then and there's final, final destination, destination five. five. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which made no sense because I know the, the final destination was supposed to be the last one if I remember yeah.
0: right. But then they were like, no, we have another idea for a plot. Which actually five was better than four. I will say.
1: Which I mean I think you know you can argue that you know uh, on Stranger Tides is the worst compared to. Dead Men Tell No Tales. I think Dead Men Tell well, No yeah, Tales better on, than Stranger Tides.
0: I mean, on Stranger Tides... Ha- Dead Men Tell No Tales, which one is that? Of Pirates.
1: Dead Men Tell No Tales was fifth, was five.
0: Okay. And On Stranger Tides see, was four. See, the reason those are the two lessers is... Because it's supposed to be a trilogy. Right, well, that, and it's like... Yeah, it's definitely a cash grab, but also... At least for the fourth, I I don't think I, I don't ever I never saw the fifth one, so I can't even confirm. But I know the fourth only has uh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. It doesn't have why. it doesn't have Will
1: Turner or because they were trying to Elizabeth because they were thinking that everybody just wanted to see Johnny Depp, and it's like no, no
0: he may have stole Look at the, the show. <laughs> Look at the memes people made. If we just have him in the movie, <laughs> it's like well, he may have been the star
1: and stole the show. It was nice to see the trio dynamic, like Han yeah. and Leia. It's not like you're just going to go, oh yeah, Luke is super popular because he's the Jedi, and didn't just make a whole Luke Skywalker trilogy the rest of the oh, way.
0: Well, I feel like a Luke Skywalker trilogy might have been good, depending on what they did, if they threw yeah. Mara Jade in there.
1: But it would have been like if they did
0: But again, yeah, no Han. a no new Leia. hope, and then
1: just went, oh yeah, but people want to see Luke become more of a Jedi. Cause
0: so let's popular. have Han and Leia die.
1: So let's just <laughs> have them go wherever. Let's and, have them
0: be a honeymooning. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's just have them run away together, forget about that, and make, sure. make the main focus. And it would have been like, what? Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's how I saw it. Um, but yeah, this guy also, Timothy Woodward, also mm-hmm. made the movie Final Wish, which came out back in 2018. Sorry if you guys hear the squeaking not, from my. Not,
0: uh, not Wish Upon, which no. is garbage. No. no. Sorry, Johnny King. Wish. Not a great film.
1: Which also stars Lin Shay and it has Tony Todd in it as well. And I the trailer actually I might know looked that once. Yeah, the trailer looked a lot more interesting.
0: Well, um, I like Lin Shay in this movie and I like Tobin T- Bell. Tobin T- Bell. Which, uh, so, yeah, in the call we have Lin Shay and Tobin Bell
1: which uh, you'll know Lin Shay as the person as uh, probably Elise from the Insidious uh, Quadrilogy or the Insidious uh, Saga and then you will know Tobin Bell from the Saw franchise
0: or Saw saga. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so in here they play a married couple, Edith and Edward Cranston. Yep.
0: And, um, and then you 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 got I'll I'll give two other like because for the most part because it's an in, it's an indie film so it's understandable most part a lot of unknowns at least not that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um main characters played by Chester Rushing. Who was in Jeepers Creepers 3. That's where I
1: knew him from. It didn't even register to me that he played uh, Steve's friend in Stranger
0: Things yeah, Season he was, 1. Yeah, he was Steve's uh, best friend in Stranger Things Season 1. And
1: to which he's been in every season, I believe. That's right, because he's in Season 2 and 3. three.
0: Yeah, you're correct in that.
1: Uh, but I know him mostly because he was one of the main characters in Jeepers Creepers 3. And while his performance was good...
0: I just, uh, yeah, and I just remembered something else. Man. I just remembered where he was because I saw the, I saw the movie, so I was like, oh, that's where he was. Do you remember where he was in the movie Logan? It was a very small part. Yeah, he was at the end, wasn't he? No, he was in the beginning. When when it's showing the montage of Logan driving the limo, he's oh, one of the party boys. Yeah, he's one of the guys who's out the top of the window screaming USA. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> hilarious hilarious
1: yeah um so i mean <clears throat> well i and, mean those and, are the three title names anyway that you get
0: and apparently uh he's a singer as well he's a musician so good for I him i could see it from his face there's yeah. just something
1: about young musicians that you see it in their face
0: yeah well i mean look at i'm showing noah a picture here folks but like look at that smolder he's got it he's got the smolder. i saw it because it reminds
1: me of uh henry or, or was it harry styles is it no harry styles
0: no from from one direction
1: no uh it's uh who is the they had they were talking about on my talk the drama between uh it's a high school musical the musical oh yeah
0: the musical the tv show
1: (laughs) yeah and they came up yeah it was the dumbest name high school musical the musical seer the series oh i'm sorry
0: oh and then and then you can't be amiss to the thing that they just released last Christmas, which was High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, The Christmas Special. <laughs> yeah, who came up with this? Because literally, the official title. If you guys look it up, it is officially... And not we're not knacking any of the kid actors. I'm sure they're great. No, I'm not talking even about the actors. I'm just... <laughs> no, just saying that whoever picked the title, like, maybe was trying to be too funny. Like, they went too no. close to the. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, who names the thing the high school... High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. What, are you trying to make a movie?
0: It'd be like if we made a, a TV series about the movie The Thing, and we called it the thing, the thing, The Thing, The Series. Exactly. Um. The Thing, Thing, The Series.
1: It just doesn't make it's sense. Weird. Yeah. I was thinking of Joshua Bassett. Oh, that's who it is. And Olivia Rodrigo, and they had their breakup, and he came up with that song, uh... A matter of time or whatever. Yeah, which you know, people are biased about it because they're like, "Oh, he's a man, and he broke up with Olivia." And I'm like, I don't care. At the end the it's, end of the day, it's, a, it's still a nice people. song, and that 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 band can hold a note. Yeah, he can hold a high ass note.
0: Good for him. Like, I, I don't know him on a personal level. Maybe he's a dick, but I don't know. Good for him. I, you don't. It's teen drama. You don't. Yeah. And you know. Pardon the me. thing that needs to be specified. I also don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm Sorry. gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. It'd be like,
1: and I'm not gonna say what, but it'd be like us being two old men and getting into teen drama when we're in our sixties, and then going, oh well, this, this, that. It's like they're twenty and seventeen or twenty and eighteen.
0: Yeah. Hush. And you're nineteen and I'm twenty-three, but it's still like it's we're, like we're just past that point in our yeah, life. Yeah, it's like
1: like. You can't be in your 60s on a podcast talking about teen drama.
0: We're not going to be in our 60s and be like, oh, we're here to talk about another flashback episode of Degrassi. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, you have no idea what it's like nowadays, go on, do something else. Like, I was into teen drama stuff back in the Disney Channel days when nobody knew if, uh, Nick Jonas was dating Hannah Montana or Selena Gomez or whatever that whole crap was. Like, I was way into that. To an embarrassing amount that I've never admitted until on this live show. But, we're not live. But, um... Yeah, at this point, I'm past it in my adult life. Like, I think my talk... We're from Minnesota. This is a public radio station from there.
1: They they have their podcasts on their app, though, and everything on their site, so
0: people can hear it But, um... Yeah, they're, they, they, they talk about topics. Sure, they're cool. Um, no, they talked about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox and how Machine Gun Kelly has a vial of her blood around, that he carries around his neck. Which is creepy. Well, on one hand, it's creepy, but I was also thinking while listening to this story, on the other hand, why do I give a shit? <laughs> Like these are two strangers. Like I don't know yeah, them personally. Why well, would I care? It's
1: just one of those things. Like if somebody, if I randomly bumped into you or when I saw you at Walmart, and you were like, "Oh yeah, what's that around your neck?" Oh, it's a vial of my girlfriend's blood. Yeah, you're gonna think that I'm either probably uh, you're gonna, a sadist. You're gonna think
0: I'm a serial killer or a sadist or a weird stalker. Yeah, like
1: know. I'm not kink shaming or anything. But yeah, it's I mean, do what you want to
0: do. I mean, as long as it was consensual and it wasn't like. He tied her down and like <laughs> did and a took, cult took the blood himself like yeah. which these
1: are kind of like uh, all topics almost that go into the call but in a different yeah. way. And
0: which spe- speaking of the call, the other person I want to shout out too because I'm excited for his career. He's only 20. He's only 20. You talking about the guy who plays uh, Brett? <laughs> yeah, Sloan. Yeah, because he's been in a couple. Morgan Siegel. He he's he had in like a he had an Amazon original show. Gore Timer's Gibson's life, super long title. Um, <laughs> super sorry.
1: Gore Liver's life, super long title. It's yeah.
0: it it's Gore Timer Gibson's life on Normal Street. Again, very long title. But that was an Amazon Prime original show. But he currently is in the show Dwight in Shining Armor, which you you never heard of it. It's on BYU TV. Uh, I enjoy it. It's a fun like. Like have you have have you listening out there ever thought as a nerd, I wish I could get transported to Middle Earth so I could be a hero and Gandalf would love me. Like imagine that, but Middle Earth came here and you're still your dorky self.
1: Like There's that's just no <laughs>
0: place for a nerd or a dork. Exactly. Exactly. Like that kind of stuff. It's no place for a dork. So yeah. And the, the, the love interest in that show, he she was in the she was in the last Sharknado, I think.
1: Hmm. Okay. Also, he did another interesting movie, which uh, is called Theater of the Deranged 2. But the, but the best part <laughs> awesome. is, guess who's labeled as Kate in the cast? What? Is someone labeled Sophie as Kate? D. Sophie D? Yes. Oh. You know who Sophie D is? Yeah. But her real name is Christy Hills. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was in the Hungover Games. She's been in a lot of stuff. Like she's been a in the Haunted House. A lot of spoof humor. Uh which is kind of a thing that's lost on this generation. Oh,
1: that's so. not actual Guardians of the Galaxy. Is that oh. a porn
0: parody? Oh yes, it is. <laughs> but she's been
1: in Badasses or Badass Two, Badasses when they introduced Tandy Treo. It's a great stretch. Or for no, that when they title, introduce... guys. Oh no, it's 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 got a. Uh, uh, Danny Glover on it, or Donald, or
0: Danny Glover, yeah. Danny Glover, Donald Glover in. is yeah. from Community. Danny Glover yeah. is from Lethal Weapon, and so, no relation
1: either. Yeah, so they they end up getting him, and the three movies are called.
0: She was in Message from the King. Oh yeah, there it she, is. She's been in a lot of stuff, but yeah, the nine three, to five days in porn is that a documentary about? Yeah, the okay. three
1: movies of the Badass series are Badass. Badass 2 Badasses. And then then, Badasses on the Bayou? Yeah, Badasses on the Bayou, which is like...
0: Sure. Okay. Erotic... The Erotic Samurai. (laughs) The Erotic Samurai! Okay, we're down a rabbit hole. The Call... (laughs) Well, I'm just gonna make
1: one more comment on this. Fine, one more. Sorry. She's also been in a TV show called Hot
0: Chicks Big Asses. At least they let us know what it is right away. People also search for... Latin adultery and busty and real. Okay. So the movie starts out. <laughs> the call twenty twenty. Um, where can people watch it if they want to? You know?
1: uh, let me pull that up again here real quick. Yeah, you, uh, do you that. can rent it. You it's still that. fairly new. I know it came out with the Blu-ray, and I think it's been a little bit. Yeah. So I think it's just getting its DVD debut from being kind of. Uh, because you know Shutter and them have it, and I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure that's probably where it ended up. But Ooh. you mm. can uh, currently rent it right now off uh, Amazon Video. Uh, at the time of this recording, from from uh, 1.99 Voodoo from 2.99 YouTube for 3.99. Or Google Play and movies and TV for three ninety nine, which I think they're using a different name now, uh, because they got rid of Google Music and they thought, oh, why don't we just collab with YouTube and all this other stuff? Which okay, not a fan of it all. That happened a while back. Fair. Uh, by the time you guys are hearing this, but yeah. it was very stupid, unnecessary. In and, our opinions, yeah. Well, I don't want to go through YouTube Music to listen to my music, so I just use Samsung Music, yeah. and plus everybody has that beat where they want to rewind a couple of times and listen right. to it. So I don't want to have to sit and work with YouTube to try and figure that out. Right. Um,
0: but yeah, you can watch the column there. Um, we found it to be an okay like hour and a half horror flick. You know,
1: I would say $1.99 is not that bad for it.
0: No, no. $2 to watch this.
1: 2 yeah, $3 is not that bad. It's a fun little movie. And I mean, yeah. really, yeah. what really makes the movie though is just how well... Tobin Bell and Lynn Shay's scene together is as a couple. Oh, that one scene? Emotional scenes. Tobin Bell is a very underrated actor. Yeah. And he can sell being the caring husband. And Lynn Shay (laughs) can also. Well, I've always seen it because I'm like, if somebody can be that intimidating just with their voice and a couple of stares and glances, Mm -hmm. that's not downplaying Tobin Bell at all. Because him as Jigsaw. He has a variety. He can be caring. He can yeah. be... He's, he's not... He's rich. not
0: solely one-dimensional.
1: And I think that's the thing we
0: needed. Like,
1: you know, Freddy, they had him do it in a more comedic way. But the fact that Robert Angling can make that work... hmm I mean, if you, like, watch, mm-hmm. like, Freddy's Nightmares.
0: Oh, yeah, the instance, TV, TV show.
1: Yeah. Uh, him as a family man, like, in the public eye, was great. And when he wanted to be sinister to his daughter and everybody... Oh,
0: well, when he showed up in, um, God, what was it when he in, um, West, Fr- West Craven's new nightmare where he showed up just as himself. Yeah. And him being actually scared of Freddie. Love you, babe. Let's do lunch. Oh, that's one of my favorite lines from that movie.
1: Yeah. I was like, it's kind of funny because you would have thought that they would have actually went with like more of a more of like a real, uh, Real life vibe, Mm-hmm. instead of kind of making it like oh, but this would be Heather, uh, La- Lame- lag camps right? Heather Lagan Camp, Camp's life and uh, Robert Anglin's life. Mm-hmm. Like she has a son and everything. I just found that kind of funny, but I mean, I guess for doing it for tear purposes, or, right? You know, plot purposes. But uh, the little description to you also for the call is basically. Uh, one thing that is awesome is this takes place in nineteen eighty-seven, mm-hmm. so it's definitely going on my movie shelf next to my eighties-inspired films. Probably next to I thought I for actually forgot where I put it next to. I think I put it kind of next to uh, Beyond the Gates. Yeah.
0: yeah, that fits. I'd say.
1: Cause yeah, and Beyond the Gates is by Final Girls, kind of that sucked in the environment, but uh. Oh. Oh, that's awesome sweatshirt. Yeah, so it's uh, It's
0: more of a baseball jacket, but yeah.
1: Or, yeah. um, Tear strikes when a recently deceased woman rises from the grave to seek revenge against a group of friends who tormented her. Now, the cool thing about going into this movie is that we kind of
0: just get the shot of. Yeah. Uh, Which goes without saying, spoilers for the entirety of this movie. If you want to watch it, go ahead and pause and then come back and listen to us chat about it and get you know we'll give our thoughts and then uh you know if you don't care just hi you know the drill at this point we're over 30 episodes in right
1: yeah i mean i i will say though i was really impressed with the fact that uh i was really impressed with the fact that this had such a small cast of basically six six people and it was managed so well for an indie film too. Mm-hmm. It didn't go super ambitious. Um, yeah, Chester Rushing plays Chris, uh, who's basically kind of like what you would consider to be your average outcast, but with the ability he, well, to stick up with for yourself.
0: Yeah, it takes place in the eighties. He um he kind of just shows he he's a new new kid on the block, <laughs> new kid in town, right? Yeah, not new 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 kid on the block. The band obviously like uh from it yeah yeah which we had to make that reference
1: in that movie <laughs> Yeah.
0: He tries to hit on her with new kids on the block lines and i'm like dude no when to back no, no when to stop no when to stop you fat bastard like she she signed it out of pity you got it Like, sorry ben from SoSh. Uh, <laughs> I'm. i don't know where that came from i'm sorry uh anyway <laughs> I was like, geez, I was just ripping into that poor fat bastard. Anyway, don't need to go full on Pennywise. It's all right. (laughs) Anyway, Um,
1: who's the girl? Uh, That would be Tanya, who they spelled her name wrong in this because in the movie it's spelled uh, T-A-N-Y-A. Um, Hmm. And in this one, they spelled it T-O-N-Y-A. So I don't know what was up with that and why they did the wrong spelling. Uh,
0: People not paying attention. That's what was up with that. Evidently. Sorry. Um, But she's played by Aaron Sanders. Did we ever say that? I think so. Well, we didn't say her name because we we didn't see that she had done much. I don't know. She was on Zoey
1: 101. Okay. And Big Time Rush. I think she probably played the little sister. Really? Yeah, and apparently
0: there's this always
1: been this thing, sorry to diverge from the path, but there's always been this like movie thing, uh called a like guilty at or I mean or at seventeen, the series at seventeen. Have you ever just seen that if you look up random movies? Hmm. And it's uh with the lifetime subscription, like the app for
0: lifetime. Um, no, I don't think I have. What what do you so you add seventeen to what?
1: It's just like murdered at seventeen, guilty at seventeen, oh. pregnant at seventeen, despaired at seventeen, and just just all these bizarre movies. But I mean gra- granted the life that it or I mean granted that it is on Lifetime, I wouldn't oh. expect nothing less.
0: Oh, she was on Zoe One O One. I said that. Yeah. I thought you said Big Time Rush. She is.
1: She's on that too. I said Zoe One O one and Big Time Rush.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Oh, I, I think I know the issue there. I wasn't um, paying attention. That, <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. You know I love you. Anyway, so. Um, but no, no, she's not the younger sister. That's, C- that's Ciara Bravo. We're getting way off right. topic. So she, like, starts showing him around school.
1: Yeah, so she, Tanya starts showing Chris around school. Uh, and then she kind of introduces her to, or introduces him to her friend group. Mhm. Um which consists of uh Brett. Zach. Oh okay. god. Well, I was going to say Zach played by Mike C. Manning uh who's the older brother of Brett who's played by
0: uh I i how do we, how do you pronounce his name? Sloan? Um I'll have to see it again. Hold on. Sorry, folks. It just takes S- 2 seconds. Sloan. I think I believe Sloan. I I think it's Sloan Morgan Siegel, yeah. All right, I'm it's probably Sloan Morgan Siegel. So,
1: Zach is the older brother, Brett. Um, and then what we can gather is that Zach and Tanya were a couple at one
0: point, or maybe he just wanted that always. Like I don't know. He's, he see he's very like lustful of her. Like he hey wants baby. to he he wants to smash, and uh, she doesn't want to smash. And, um, he literally
1: wanted to smash and told him that. You can be pissed off if you want.
0: I am not begging on that. <laughs> seconds here. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys can't visually see it. You Wait just think until, he's until going we get some video. Wait till it. we get it camera. Oh my god. Like... Are you kidding me? Wait till the public can see my fat ass throw tantrums at you making stupid jokes and bad accent choices.
1: You know what? I think you're just jealous.
0: Something I was gonna say and it'll only take two seconds just to confirm. It's just a quick question. You know that the Oscars got moved to April. Right?
1: I did hear something about that.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. (laughs) Yep. I hope we can still marathon whatever the best picture nods are for 2020. True, true. I don't know how many it'll be. Whether it'll be nine movies Which or seven have movies or three. <laughs> we'll definitely
1: have to do a review of that, considering the fact that that's how this podcast started in the first place.
0: Yeah. We we, we hung out for a day, and I went from he seems cool to, well, I have a best friend now.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's make a podcast and see where it goes. Yep. But.
0: You're welcome, listeners who enjoy us. Anyways, so... Um, Tanya
1: then, introduces Chris to Zach and Brett,
0: but that's later at the carnival right
1: oh true after
0: she kind yeah, of shows him around school she shows him around school he talks to the guidance Because, well and it's very ambiguous, but I think we find out later what they were discussing, which is probably why they had to leave town him and his mom but um he it cuts Ben after that to um. Him being at home, his mom comes home, and she's like, oh, I thought you were at work. And he's like, no, my shift ended a while ago. And she's like, how was it? It was good, but can we not talk about it? I'm tired. So it's a thing of like, okay, he he has to work and go to school, and it's just him and his mom. So it's definitely a situation of like, he has to, he's got to help with the bills. She doesn't do something that helps enough with the bills. You know?
1: Which, you get an evident that, it's really a, why don't you move out of my house situation?
0: Yeah, lower class type thing. But the thing that, like, really struck me as odd is she goes, so and so is coming over, her new boyfriend. I can't remember his name because his name only gets mentioned once. She goes, well, when he gets here, if if you could call him dad. And I'm like, the fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, out of nowhere, it's just If like... you
0: could call him dad. I was like, that's why I was questioning for a second. I was like, is this a dream sequence? Like is this actually happening? I can't tell to be perfectly honest, because who the heck says her new her new boyfriend is coming over? I want you to call him dad. Like no, I'm sorry mom, no. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna
1: start calling you just Sally. How about yeah. that?
0: I'm gonna call you Angie. How's that work, bitch? All right, so. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It, it, it was really just off and it was like, okay, so
1: obviously you're We're the type both... of mother who's either A on drugs or just <laughs> literally has dated everybody and then just expects your son to take care of you.
0: We both had the reaction of, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. It's like, you don't <laughs> ask that. Yeah. you. Well, she didn't even ask it. She said, I want you to call him dad, okay? Which sounded more like saying. She didn't be like, can you call him dad? To which Is, either way, no, lady. Okay, whether he's Craig divorced,
1: <laughs> or whether your dad was psycho and your parents broke up and that's why you moved. Yeah, or whether he died. No,
0: it was just so out of left field. It really like it grabbed me, and I was like,
1: "Well, even worse, it's like he's also not a little kid." But I feel like that would be no, worse.
0: No, yeah, five year old son. I want you to call him your new dad. Okay. He's going to take you to Chuck E. Cheese, and that's where he's going to meet your new mom. What, mom? <laughs> anyway. Pretty much. Sorry, flashbacks. Um, No, so. <laughs> they, um... So he ends up, like, sneaking out to a carnival, and that's when she introduces him to Zach and Brett, who are brothers. I didn't get that at first.
1: I did. I uh, Once they, I think they mentioned something early a bit. But zach is basically your typical high school dick douchebag Yeah,
0: you know he's got the leather jacket he's got the like cross necklace the wife beater t-shirt he, he's he's the i'm, I'm a, the bad boy i'm a badass i'm gonna smoke weed and laugh at you if you cough during smoking weed which you can go ahead with your rant about that but you have yeah,
1: okay <laughs> i was never i was always the good kid <laughs> and i have no shame in that so whatever that being I stuff. really just never got into that, but when I would see somebody, I was always just like, dude, shut
0: up. Yeah, don't laugh at him. You're letting the dude this is try his first it. puff. Like, yeah, you're or it like, was like... You're acting like you took it like a champ.
1: <laughs> yeah, or it's like somebody has a drink and they're like, eh, and you're like, eh, and it's like, what's yeah. so funny?
0: That was you too, douchebag. Like, what, what, what's your what? deal? Are you are you laughing because you built up a tolerance because you're more dead inside? Like, what's your deal? <laughs> you're more dead <laughs> and you're killing yourself exactly. more so I mean... Right.
1: I wouldn't be laughing if I were you.
0: I wasn't sure, like, it was a joint, right? Because at first I was like, is that just a cig? <laughs> it looked no, kind of like a cig. No,
1: it, it was a joint, I'm okay. pretty sure. Because if you looked at the base, it was very skinny. So, I mean, unless you're rolling your cigarettes, it's pretty I, skinny.
0: I don't see what the guy's waistline has to do with this. We're talking about what he smoked.
1: <laughs> you went off on a whole other one If you
0: looked there. at the base, it was skinny, yeah. That's what you say about me, I've got a. Tiny waist and a fat chest. Anyway. Yes, Alright, right. honey, you have fun mm-hmm. with did Don't I get to do the voice. We talked about this. <laughs>
1: I think it would be more appealing because
0: I'm black. No, we talked about this off screen. When I mess up, it's between you and me. <laughs> okay. The LA has seeped into me. Anyways. Uh,
1: so you haven't been there.
0: Exactly. It's just a community I mm. want to be a part of at some point. Even though it would be like a hundred million dollars to own a three bedroom house. Anyway. <laughs> you probably wouldn't own anything. because yeah. LA is like... Rent! Rent, rent, rent.
1: <laughs> well that and everybody's like, oh yeah, like okay, there's... we can use you, we can use you. Listen, oh yeah,
0: you're useless. Bye. Listen. There's a reason 50% of Dave Chappelle's work is in LA and the other 50% is in New York and he owns a mansion in Ohio. Location, location, location. It is a lot cheaper to have a mansion in Ohio.
1: Well, plus if you can just drag a trailer around wherever.
0: Yeah, you know. just get a tour bus. <laughs> I mean, not sure
1: how comfortable I feel like being asleep with somebody that I paid
0: and to have, drive. All money,
1: <laughs> yeah. but, have all
0: my money. <laughs> yeah, have all
1: my money. You know, I I guess I could trust them with my life? Question mark.
0: Probably, probably. Anyways, and the other character we meet is Brad, and he's kind of the jokester class clown. He's who I identified with the most. I'd say. Like, of all the characters, that's me, 100%, percent as an I would say <laughs> I was
1: a mix of Chris and Brett.
0: That's who you identified with? Like, a mixture of them? Not one of them singularly?
1: I would, if I did, I would say be more Chris. I was yeah. more Brett. I was just never really confrontational. Didn't really mm-hmm. want to be. But if I had to be Chris and just kind of be the new guy in the outcast. and sense...
0: Apologizing for things you should apologize for. But we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just then, Brett. I I use I use comedy to deflect, and I laugh at things that aren't really that funny. Yeah.
1: For it's me, just who just I am. Like...
0: It's easier to make jokes than deal with emotions.
1: I have a strong sense of justice, so like I'm like Chris. I'm like I don't take your yeah
0: because because while they're hanging out at the carnival and they smoke a joint. Uh, Zach calls him a pussy a lot. Why did the lilton my, <laughs> no clue. He calls him that a lot. And, you know.
1: Which gets boring because it's just like, dude. Tanya on. gets on to
0: him like, can you not, freaking dick? Well, it's,
1: <laughs> I mean, there's more about why he does that, but still, it's kind of like.
0: Oh, yeah, we find out later, the most insecure man I've ever seen in my life. Anyway.
1: That's all the little tough
0: boys. <laughs> the little tough boy. But, so then, uh, at while they're hanging out at the carnival, they're going to go. um... Per- he's going to help. They're going to have him participate in a tradition, which is trashing this woman's house.
1: Who happens to be Edith, uh, Edith Cranston.
0: Yes. And they explain the reason they do it was she ran a daycare center. Once uh, upon a time. You want, a long, long long time ago, back in the wee era of the 60s, probably. Or 70s. Probably 70s. Probably 70s. 70s, 80s. Poor lady, ladle. Anyway. Or no, maybe 60s? Because this seems like early 80s and they're teenagers.
1: They're still in high school, so I would say it's probably like 70s. Oh, yeah,
0: because she didn't seem that young. So it was probably. Any. but whatever. So, they, the reason they trashed her house is because she ran a daycare center and it got shut down after uh, Tanya's younger sister went missing.
1: Well, she ran this through her house, so I think that's where a lot of the superstition came in as
0: well. Yeah, well, well with that, again, back in the day, like, that was a thing that was done more often than not. Like, you just had to get a license, and you could make your house wherever the frick you want.
1: Yeah, but I feel like, you know, that being too, even with people having that still, it's still your house, so there's a lot of ways again, when bad things happen. You would still consider, like, oh, you still meet me running a business out of your house. Yeah. But you could do she- more shitty activities because who knows your house better than you?
0: Again, I say that we have that mindset because we live it nowadays. In the 70s, people didn't give a shit.
1: <laughs> they didn't.
0: They didn't really have a thing called coding back then. They weren't like, that thing should have a railing. They were like, it exists? Cool. You know I what still, I mean? I
1: feel like it still wouldn't stop people from being suspicious when something does happen. Like, oh, yeah. oh that's nowadays, what I mean.
0: Nowadays, you could never run a daycare out of your house, no matter the size. You could never make your mansion into, like, an orphanage or something. Like, you have to have a building yeah. made specifically for it. Even
1: them. then, if somebody reported so-and-so went missing, they'd probably be like, oh, well, even if they do have a daycare at their house, it is going to be something that we look into because yeah. it is still your house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, she got a good lawyer and they could never pin it on her, but I know it was her, all this stuff. And this came from Tanya. Yeah, this is all what Tanya's saying. And apparently they've done things like slash her tires and like. flood her
1: basement.
0: Yeah, flooded her basement, that's right. And then they
1: did one other thing, which was. I can't
0: remember. Was it, um, mess up her lawn? Something? Scare? I don't know.
1: Yeah, in which. All three of them then proceed to throw bricks, which is They their throw fourth bricks
0: at the windows. Uh, th- three of them do. Chris has a brick and drops it and is like, sorry, guys, nah. <laughs> and with a good reason.
1: He's like, I don't have a He just showed bandita. up here. Yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of like, uh, I you sounds like you guys have already gotten equal. Fair enough.
0: Yeah.
1: More than enough. And then, as they turn to leave, that's when we get Edith, which, yeah. again, Lin Shay. Oh, she's,
0: she's creepy. She's Kills it. Yeah, emphasis on kills. Like she murders this shit. Because <laughs> like, she's well, she's... you think of Lynn
1: Shay as a little woman, because you, be- I can't believe her and Tobin Bell are only a year apart in age. Oh yeah, is Tobin Bell's seventy eight now, and Lynn Shay is seventy seven.
0: Tobin Bell's seventy eight. Yeah, he doesn't look it. He looks he... maybe sixties.
1: He looks young for, for his age. You wouldn't think he's almost eighty. But that's the same with William H. Macy.
0: How old's William H. Macy? Seventy. Jesus. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. He's like seventy nine, isn't he?
1: No, I think he's younger than that.
0: No, I'm mean, he's he's up there. He's he's I know way he's up, up there,
1: there. But I don't think he's almost eighty. He's seventy two, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's still like you don't look it. That's a grievance I have. Listen, I've never met Samuel Jackson. I love his work. He's a great actor. There's no one who can say the word motherfucker as well as him, as proven by me just saying it. That being said, he looks better at 72 than I do at 23. And this well, is the prime of my life. So I'm a little bitter about it.
1: I mean, look at Bruce Willis, even just being bald, him being only 65.
0: Yeah, well, Bruce, Bruce Willis. He can also rock bald. Like nobody's business.
1: True. But going back to the call, uh we get a very great scene of
0: She's just like staring him down on her lawn and she's just being creepy as all shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and which she's furious for I mean obvious reasons. All right. Um and she's like going somewhere, which is like the best part from the trailer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're like, actually, yeah, you old hag, if you'd step aside.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he tra- Yeah, Zack tries to be a badass, which here's the thing about failing at it. He does.
1: And he's not so much a badass when you're bad-mouthing an old, old woman. Mm-hmm. You're just being a dick. Unless yeah. you have evidence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing about as this bickering goes back and forth, uh... Between how Tanya and them are talking about why they're doing all these things and how she made her sister disappear. We see Edith try to stick it out and go and be strong about it. But you could see her start to break down and almost cry. Like, no matter what you do, and she lists off all the things they've done so far, I'll replace everything. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I'll replace my tires. I'll replace my windows. I'll drain my basement. But you will not run me out of my house. Right. Because it is my house.
0: Yeah. She 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 has a great line of dialogue. Yeah, which a really there's really, solid.
1: really only I would say one bit of dialogue in this that was a little campy, that was kinda of like, okay, what? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough to really offset the film from still being enjoyable. No. Um But her, yeah, Lin Shaye's performance in this in this particular scene, too, was just absolutely great. It felt so emotional. And you could see her just beginning to cry like she's had enough of this. Right. She's trying to be strong. But she basically says, you guys are lucky that my husband is out of town or he'd shoot you. So,
0: it, yeah, you're lucky my husband isn't here or yeah, he'd so shoot you.
1: Edward is, uh, I believe, on a trip. Yeah. Um, and then we get a scene where... Well, they we have Tanya and gang finally leave and they all go back home and then we get the next shot of Edward who's back with Edith yeah. and they start and, talking and she's
0: she's broken, she's breaking down well and like also we should say during that confrontation when she tells everybody to get out, Chris apologizes he's like I'm so sorry we're here, so sorry
1: you know Chris is the only one who, who feels significantly bad and even stays there a little bit with what to say yeah so,
0: but yeah, so he tries, con- his, he tr- Edward tries consoling his wife, because as he says later on in the movie, she was all I had. She was the love of my life. I would stay with her forever if I could. And I'm like, that's adorable. Like, am I wrong? Elderly couples, they're adorable.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very touching moment. And what what I really love about the scene is they really... It was like watching Mandy with Nicolas Cage and mm-hmm. what's her face? I can't remember the other actress offhand. I know
0: who you're talking
1: about. Um, And she won a couple of awards because of how how good her performance was. But it was like watching Nicolas Cage and Andrea. And uh, Andrea Risenborough.
0: Yeah, you get the sense that these two people are all they have.
1: But yeah, they okay. really are a couple. Yeah. And that's really nice because they sold it so well. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is a bummer because in the next scene, after while she's breaking down, uh, she kills herself. She ends up hanging herself. It's a really. It's I, I don't like seeing Lin Shay via a noose. It's sad. She dies via strangulation I, way too much. Like, that's what happened in Insidious. Hmm. Yeah, well, she's got,
1: like, the. Who was it? Uh, Sean, or who played
0: Edward Stark?
1: sean bean yeah sean bean has got a got a reputation for dying for dying and everything yeah. and i'm not gonna say what i
0: love how he 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 didn't even notice it until someone pointed out. Pointed during
1: out an, an interview me. and he's like
0: oh yeah i do, I die, do a die a lot huh
1: that's why i'm like i bet in snow piercer because he's gonna die because <laughs> it's like every first chapter that he's in it's like dead dead Dead, that was dead. my initial
0: thought of Game of Thrones before, like before like I read the books at all. was like, oh, Sean Bean, he's the main character in this. Surely he's not going to, oh. Didn't even make it past season one, huh? Nice.
1: And Lord of the Rings, yes, we spoiled it. You should have seen this coming when we started talking I'm about
0: sorry, it. I'm sorry, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings have been out for how many years? Whoa. Well, so it's not like, even that. You should have known
1: as soon as we said Sean Bean, what's his name, who dies and everything. So you
0: should just take yeah, a hint. Take a hint that he dies and whatever <laughs> the hell he's in. So, um, but, but yeah, she dies and Chris. We go a couple kinda, of weeks later. Yeah, because he's he's been skipping school because he feels guilty. Yeah, it's like
1: a couple of weeks to a couple of, or a couple of days to he, a couple of weeks. He doesn't
0: know that he killed her. He, she killed herself. All, she, all he knows is that she died
1: right after
0: so he's just kind of sitting there like okay like i feel bad like i just saw a woman and now she's dead like
1: well a woman in sheer more sheer terror and yeah grievance
0: who brett who brett makes constant references in this film that she's a witch which i think there's evidence of that now
1: (laughs) i think there was a a lot of stuff leading up to that though
0: yeah she was definitely in some kind of occult situation
1: but I think that came more to pass
0: mm-hmm.
1: as the abuse started rising more and more.
0: Right, but they all get a call. Well, they, well, they, well. First, they hang out at the arcade, and well, Tanya has like feel feelings
1: for him. Important scene though that I think that we missed, and that Did is we? that his mom tries talking to Chris's mom tries talking to him, yeah. and in which obviously considering the conversation of let's call my new boyfriend who I barely know dad
0: yeah.
1: really makes him just ignore her. And I love that. There's not even the scent of mm-hmm. like, fuck off. It's literally just Nothing. silence. And eventually she just walks away. And I'm like, yep. that's, that's how you should expect your son is paying your bills and you're off sleeping with who knows what. and
0: you're <laughs> Who knows what? Who you know? who and
1: wh- who knows what? <laughs> And then you're saying, "Let's call the person I barely know, Dad." Yeah, so it's a weird, not a very good a weird relationship. Not a very good way to get your son to open up to you, so yeah. or any child for that matter. Yeah. But that's when we get this scene with Chris and Tanya talking, and we kind of learn that she's flirting she with him more, you know, because eel high school romance. Zach
0: keeps making more passes, and she basically tells him to fuck off. Um, yeah, Zach is
1: almost. Well, no, he's uncomfortably like, "Hey, baby, you yeah, want to smash?" Uh, yeah, and it's he's like, a
0: "Pussy," and like Chris stands up to him, and he's like, "I'm not afraid of you." And he's like, "You yeah, want to hit me? Go ahead, hit me."
1: Like, <laughs> like the best part is Chris' his comebacks. Yeah. are as good as I will still Some use good that clap- clapbacks. The clapbacks are as good as that one America's Got Talent episode.
0: Yeah. You're talking about what Britney Spears said to the guy, not what no. the guy said to Demi Lovato. No,
1: what he said to Demi Lovato. <laughs> oh, my God. You can have wishful thinking.
0: Yeah, I will. Um, I think that guy's a dick. and
1: You know, talents are... Everybody thinks they have a talent, but sometimes the talents aren't for everyone. Sometimes. And that's why you use autotune and I don't. That was the pants down, the best bird ever. Nah. Yes, it was. I love it. It was very quick, and it was there.
0: She was trying to be consoling. We're not having this conversation again. I don't like him. You do. Let's move on. So, but no, that's
1: basically what Chris had going for him was uh, he stood his ground, and it was so nice for once to see somebody new instead of them shying away like a little snail.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so it was nice where every time Zach just kept throwing more and more stuff at him, he was like, and you're not the tough guy that you think you are.
0: I know, yeah. So
1: why don't you prove it?
0: Exactly. And he
1: couldn't. And we see Zach almost break down right there while his brother's trying to talk to him. Yeah. So it was Brother, kind of Brent. nice to have that kind of boy situation. It's like, stop acting tough just because you want to make yourself seem like more than you are. Be mm-hmm. tough by being yourself.
0: Exactly. Um, no, so then he, like, they end up up... Um, they end up getting a call from Tobin Bell's character.
1: Edward Cranston. Yes. Uh, which, we don't get the full thing, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it he, was just
0: like, he calls, he calls Chris. He says calls his Zach,
1: name. I thought. Was it Was it Chris or was it Zach?
0: He called Chris. Oh, okay. He calls Chris, says his name, Chris just hangs up on him, and then it cuts to all of them coming to his house. So I was like, that was so weird. Oh, like Christopher, again, that's right. Again, we don't need... I didn't think we needed him having a phone conversation with everybody, but it was just weird to, like, cut to them all showing up. It didn't even need to be conversation. He j- could have just... He could have just, hello, come to my house, blah, 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 Well, blah, he could have just
1: blah. said... Well, because it's like listening to him jigsaw. The way he picks up and goes, hello, Christopher.
0: I'm sorry, yeah. If I ever heard Tobin Bell's voice, even if you, like, were in Hollywood and you were like, ooh, call my friend Nathaniel. He's a huge fan. I'd be like, hello? Hello, Nathaniel. Nope, fuck it. Exactly. <laughs> out of the house, out of the house, out of the house. If You know, <laughs> it, you could have just had a
1: compilation of Christopher Bell going,
0: Hello, Brett. Tobin Bell. Hello, Zachary. What did I say? Bell. Christopher Bell.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tobin Bell just going up and going, Hello. Hello, Brett. Hello, Zach. Hello, Hello, Hello Tanya. Yeah. Like, exactly. it just would have been great. Because there is a lot of dialogue that makes them seem very soggy Jigsawgy in here. Jigsawgy? <laughs>
0: <Jeez>. so, <laughs> you, you know that's very least uh, maybe
1: maybe uh that's a that's a name for a parody series because <laughs> you know you soggy?
0: got ah, that's a gross porn.
1: I wasn't even thinking about that. You do know there's that series on YouTube though, Jigsaw Two D, right?
0: What the hell is that? It's, it's two a, it's,
1: dimensional. No, I'll show you. It's great. Okay. Game over. Slams the stall. Stall goes way too far. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> okay. Um, fair enough. But yeah, I, I that was a weird cut. But overall, it was... Uh, you know, we get into it. They all show up at his house.
0: At the short and sweet...
1: And we sit down. They have a sit down. They kind of talk. The
0: short and tender bits of it is... Um, she put in her will that they all get $100,000 each. If they can do a task, which is go to this room, study upstairs. The study upstairs... There's a phone, dial a number on the phone, and stay on the line for one minute. And if you can do that, then you get $100,000. Whoever can't do that, the money of the $400,000 total uh, gets split between everybody. The back door opens, you leave, and you'll get your money tomorrow. Into which, uh,
1: also, Edward does mention that you are calling Edith because in her will, she also told me to bury a phone with her. Yep. Which is like,
0: okay. Well, and
1: well, oh, none of them believe in the occult stuff. Well, we also are missing a big part, because in the obituary I was for about her, to say
0: it. I was about to say the big part. Oh, we' Go ahead. Yeah. So, you go ahead, I guess.
1: Well, I was going to say, on top of that, too, he also reveals, besides the asking them about the supernatural stuff, which Chris and... Brett don't really give an answer, do they?
0: No, they kind of just like...
1: Pfft. But Zach's like, I don't believe in that shit. And Tony's like, yeah, I don't
0: believe in it either. And they're both like... Mm, mm, yeah.
1: But Edward then tells them, too, that the newspaper was kind enough in the obituary not to speak of the actual terms. Which
0: was her suicide. Yeah, that's how she died. And um, Chris feels well. He, when they showed up, he said, "I feel I'm sorry for your loss," and he's like, "Thank you." But he, he's like, "She was distraught and talked about how you all tormented her." So either you pick up the phone, or I'm telling the police.
1: (laughs) I'll bring them the note that she wrote. Yeah, which is
0: like, "Oh, you make the call, or I will." Which great line. Yeah, the, the amount of
1: well-written lines and how Jigsaw-y... Jigsaw-y
0: Jigsaw-y! You said it again! He didn't right. even mean, folks. It was not. Jigsaw-y.
1: We're just going to go with that. That's his new name. So, how how y that... <laughs> it's going to drive you nuts now. <laughs>
0: really?
1: That <laughs> the give and Bell is just great. There's so many, like, Jigsaw-ish lines. But I think it's also because given like, the performance of Tobin Bell, just his mm-hmm. voice. Which, I'm gonna have to look up one day if he ever went to acting school or something. Because I thought Saw was his first his really major film.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. But, but, um, so how it works is there each person's gonna go in an order, a bell's gonna ring, and then the next person goes, and then the next, and then the next. And, um, don't go snooping around the house, obviously. And so, Zach's gonna go first, then Brett, then Chris, then Tanya. And she... Tanya initially doesn't even want the money, but he says that they have to, otherwise he's gonna call. So, uh, Zach goes first. Creepy-ass hallway. Just mirrors. This dark, dark hallway mirrors everywhere. There's, like, a little um, display of a carnival. I'm like, what the hell is the- happening with everything? I'd you say know.
1: for those of you who have gone to... Uh, the Minnesota State Fair and gone to that haunted house. <laughs>
0: Freaking love that
1: haunted house. Or like any other haunted house or Ripley's Believe It or Not. There you go. There's a good one too. Yeah. That's pretty much what this house feels like.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. So he ends up getting on the phone calling the number and you hear her but it's like a... It's very distorted. Her voice. Yeah. And he's like saying like all right um... So I'll bite. How are you? Like he's very entertaining it and then like she says some stuff to him and he's like, You know what? Screw this and hangs up and walks away, but we still see him sitting on the phone. And then like the hallway warps and he sees an image of his past where he told his he told Brett to hide under the bed, which Brett was like, No, there are monsters but he told him to do it anyway. So then his dad comes in drunk He's like, I told you not to lock the doors. And I'm like, Oh god, we're gonna see child abuse. No Which this is when they're really young too. Yeah. Yeah, this is when they're like I'd say Brett's definitely like nine and Zach I would stretch maybe thirteen.
1: Yeah, which I believe that's uh that's Mr. or Johnson or no. That's uh Harless.
0: Yeah, Harless. So he like He's like, "Oh, you're the big man of the house now, aren't you?" And he goes, "Yeah, I'm not gonna let you push around anymore." And he goes, "All right, hit me, give you a free shot, hit me." And then he like makes to hit him, but he cracks down. He's like, "Such a," p-. they say "pussy" a lot in this movie. Yeah,
1: and but I would expect that because yeah. of the '80s nostalgia, because that was the that only was thing a you could very really
0: well said phrase. Yeah. but he pulls out, he he takes his belt off and like starts hitting him with it, and I'm like, nope. But then when he's hitting him with it, he, he morphs into, like, his adult self, and he starts getting hit with it.
1: Oh, Zach does. Zach does, yeah. A little and, confusing.
0: And then, like, the hallway's creepier again. He sees his brother with, like, blood coming out of his mouth, and, like, his dad is, like... If you... He keeps saying, like, with blood coming out of his mouth, and a more voice, hit me, hit me, and he's like, I can't, I can't.
1: If you want to see kind of like visually without seeing the movie what this room kind of looks like, take the kind of metal areas from Bill and Ted's bogus journey in yeah. hell, mm-hmm. or take uh, kind of the room from Saw 3 yeah. or Saw 4 where or kind Hoffman is being held.
0: kind of ish Freddy Boiler Room vibes, kind Which of. I was going to
1: say, yeah, the, kind of a, if they would have more fans and
0: lighting. Like a storage area type place. Yeah. Or for another deep cut, uh, the remake of Walking Tall with Dwayne Johnson. What the inside of the lumber mill looks like—that kind of looks like that.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen Walking Tall yet. No, it's great. So,
0: or I think it's walk. Yeah, walking, walking tall, walk tall, walking tall sounds right. Mm. I know it's not walk hard. That's the Dewey Cox story. Uh, <laughs> anyways.
1: that's not a very good name for a title.
0: No, it was a. Uh, it was a. Walk the Line parody with John C. Reilly. Anyways, great movie. So, um, he ends up, like, his dad, like, goes behind him and chokes him to death with the belt. And then his body's just not in the room anymore. So it's like, okay, he went to a weird dream hellscape and he's dead. Uh, <laughs> and then we have, uh, Brett, who goes up next. And Brett seems more intrigued by the call than anything. He, like, almost seems relieved. Because, like, when he hears her voice, he's like oh so you faked your death and you're just fucking with us (laughs) she's like how are you and she (laughs) goes
1: oh brett the furthest thing or the least thing i want to do is fuck with you yeah and it's just like oh
0: Oh, you don't want to bang him um
1: (laughs) the way it's worded just makes you feel like that seemed a lot dirtier but also
0: fucking horrifying (laughs) yeah when he's like he calls her miss wherever he goes. she's like oh that's very nice of you brett and, and then he like starts saying stuff about zach and she starts saying stuff about zach and he freaks out and then he ends up in the dreamscape as well from his perspective of being under the bed where when zach was getting beaten with the belt so it's a very it's a good like shift in perspective like i like the fact that they are brothers i mean maybe it could have Maybe it could have benefited from him being a separate character and having his own demons to deal with. But
1: I I liked it because it gave a different perspective. Yeah. While it was still made this be the same demons, two different perspectives. There's always gonna be the yeah. perspective of And somebody I'm sure
0: with... budgetary restrictions as well is why they have the same set pieces. Yeah. And I
1: mean, I like it because it's really there's always gonna be if you're in an abusive situation, you're always gonna have somebody this person the protector. Yep. And the protectees standpoint. Yeah, the victim everything. and the
0: protector, sure, yeah. 100%. So, that was the same way it was in uh, Tales from the Hood.
1: Which I didn't get to see yet. Oh, uh, but... it's
0: great. First one is great. Second one is trash. Third one is fine.
1: There's a the third one?
0: Yeah, there's a third one. But it's got a uh, Tony Todd in it.
1: Well, that's what it's got going for it, then.
0: Yeah, that is the one thing. And then some of the stories are fine. But the first Tales from the Hood... Everything about it is fantastic. And it's weird to me that two and three aren't as good as one because it's made by the same two people.
1: It's been a lot of years. Yeah. And it's kind of trying to figure out how to make something that's...
0: Well, and I think, I think another thing was like, they, they made the first one and didn't expect it to do that well or translate as well. So when it was as big of a hit as it was, they were trying to capture the magic purposefully as opposed to it being a happy accident.
1: Think of it this way, Black horror. Sorry? Black horror.
0: Black horror, yeah.
1: That's a subgenre that's usually not as popular. When you watch mm-hmm. horror films, you think
0: of white people. Yeah. I, I do think of scared white people. There's that's seven. why
1: that's why I have on my shelf, there's a certain section just for black horror films.
0: Yeah? What do you got there? You got... Uh,
1: Antebellum. Antebellum. And Get Out. Get Out and Us. I don't have Us on physical yet.
0: Okay, do you have um, Bones? That's the Snoop Dogg
1: one? No, I don't have it. I Robin's don't have great. a lot of. I have a couple. Okay, but right you have a section it. devoted to it. Is but, what you're Yeah, I have a section devoted to just black horror, kind of like how I have a section on my international films just for Asian horror culture films.
0: Right, right. You got like Korean, then Japanese, then, yeah. yeah. Cool. cool, cool, cool. So then he, Brett, ends up in the Dreamscape at a carnival. He gets scared by a giant Jack in the Box, which with that face, I was like, "Bah!" And I made a joke that yeah. he that they parodied Hell in the Box, which the <laughs> Hell, Hell in a Box, which is your short film. Yeah, I'm like, they. Uh, what, what did I say? I think you said like, "Hey, <laughs> they took my idea but had a bigger budget." <laughs> just, I, I said something really witty something, of something to that effect. It made me laugh. I will give you credit so why am i sounding so douchey like making me laugh is such a feat anyway um (laughs) but he ends up going in this one tent and it's like a giant bed that has his name on it because the thing was like i don't want to go into the bed there's monsters under there and he like gets scared by his like the the shadow of his dad his brother keeps like morphing and creeping him out which you said you were annoyed by
1: i don't that is something that makes me very uneasy. I don't like seeing things twitch in an abnormal, inhuman
0: Will you way. acknowledge that's maybe the effect? Because it is a horror movie we're watching. So maybe that's Yeah, that's point. what
1: was clever. Because you never really see a lot of those.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It
1: is subtle stuff that makes me very uncomfortable yeah. and nervous. I don't like just the big jump scares and Yeah, the that's idea. the thing.
0: There's, like, there's a lot of jump scares in this movie to which I'm like, that's not me being scared. That's me having an instinctive reaction instilled with us since the beginning of humankind. That's not me being scared. But
1: for some people, it does scare them because yeah. that's all they need. But for me, it's...
0: you to You want to scare me, uh, have an eerie setting and some creepy music. You want to scare you, do weird stop motion camera tricks and make people like go.
1: Watching things go inhuman because it shouldn't look that
0: way. Yeah, because they move. They move like they moved her hands individually, like a claymation doll. A different character we see later.
1: Yeah, so it's like. And I was like,
0: nah, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to look
1: at this. It, and that's kind of the best part because the inhuman thing that makes things so scary like the like we like i showed you that clip from uh
0: what was it again the which movie it was the... oh on the road or something or uh, no road something um, something road no let's see edgar Allan poe adaptation oh with the freaking sleeping bag bullshit um i don't know But yeah, there's Uh, a cello playing, and then there's people with sleeping bags, and it just looks unsettling.
1: Yeah. uh, It's the mix of the quartet, because your brain doesn't Mm -hmm. process certain things and certain movements Mm -hmm. that are inhuman, and it freaks you out. Because if you're like me you just have that automatic response even though you know you're never gonna figure it out kind of mm. like thinking about death like where you're gonna go after and it freaks you out if you think about it long enough because mm. it just kind of rattles your brain like but what if you know what I mean so it's like it's it's a matter of seeing that and your brain is trying to comprehend and make it make sense sure but it's not right. so it freaks you out a lot more
0: yeah because it's your brain tricking you yeah But, so he ends up getting pulled under the bed and killed.
1: Yeah, which uh, was very abrupt.
0: Yeah. Again, it's a jump scare thing. I was like, Jesus! Like, but then, um, then it's Chris's turn. And we find out a lot more about Chris, which was very interesting. And doesn't she even say, like, when he's on the phone with her doesn't i swear doesn't she even say like i didn't want to do this or like i feel like she's sympathetic to an extent
1: to brett or to To chris to chris yes that's she's like i know that you really weren't behind it but you were there but you were still there and didn't do anything
0: you didn't stop them you 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 didn't do it but you, you didn't stop them either yeah that whole thing So we find out his past, which is, uh, the reason that they had to leave town, the reason the guidance counselor was talking about all this, was he had a girlfriend who he got pregnant, and they didn't know when they were going to tell the parents, because he was like, can we wait until finals? And she's like, I'm already showing, like, she, she felt, she was under the impression he was maybe a little shamed. About the fact that he got her pregnant or it was more like,
1: oh, I don't I'm a teenager. Really care. I'm not
0: prepared to be a dad,
1: which is both, but I think it was just the mental preparation because
0: yeah, even taking
1: responsibility that's still scary thought scary thought. Figure out what is the worst reaction my parents would have, not how's the kid gonna influence my life it's how, my how can I be a
0: positive influence to this child?
1: Well I think more than anything It's just having to tell your parents What their reaction is going to be Because the worst thing in the world Is disappointing your parents Unless your parents are shitbags Yeah Which unfortunately I know some people who have
0: that situation So Exactly He's like your your dad would probably force me To get married to you Or something like that
1: Which doesn't seem bad But it's also kind of like
0: You're a kid He's in high school
1: Yeah We both don't want to think about that possibility
0: yeah, we're still kids. We still want to be kids. Or and teenagers, rather. Things yeah, happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mistakes happen. Sometimes the rubber does not work. Or sometimes you say, well, what are the chances? And then
1: what are the chances? People,
0: wrap it up.
1: <laughs> wrap that Willie.
0: Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
1: And it's not just meant for one female's. You also have an opportunity to yes.
0: Females, please uh, use uh, birth control.
1: This has been a nerd's hour health. Yeah, health tip.
0: Mm-hmm. Although, nerd's hour. Although keep me. in mind, my dad was using a condom, my mom was on birth control, and they were using spermicides, and I was still born.
1: That's called God.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. <laughs> that's that's why. Book. Why do you think I've had such a complex in my life? Because that's happened. I've died twice, and like come back both times why do you think I have this this mentality instilled in my brain of like I need to do something like I'm supposed to do something you know what I mean like I'm supposed to like help someone like why why am I still here like I, mean, I wasn't supposed to be here in the first place and I came back twice what the you, heck is my purpose you, you saw know? my
1: first car what it looked like after my accident right yeah
0: oh yeah you should have been dead too
1: there is no way like I didn't think it was that bad because it's fine then everybody looked at it and they're like Jesus. How did you not walk out with even a scratch or a tear on your clothing?
0: Exactly. I was like,
1: I don't know, because that whole windshield could have caved in too, and it did.
0: Hundred percent. Crazy what destiny does, huh? Ah, uh, so speaking of car accidents, because uh, she gets furious, drives away in her own car, and in- and then he sees her car like it's it's like it's it's grill. Is on the ground, bumper in the air, and we see that her head—she's head, going vertical. Her head is through the windshield. So, and I'm my like, Jesus. My guess is
1: that she's probably crying,
0: wasn't focus, angry, wasn't, wasn't focused,
1: probably either lost control or the occasional, which does happen in real life. Probably saw deer because they were in a wooded area,
0: mm-hmm. or the far more sad idea of maybe she decided to take her own life, and maybe that's yeah. why. He had such a big issue, uh, but uh, such a big reaction finding out that the old woman killed herself as well. Like, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I don't think it's
1: ever ex- it's ever explicitly stated, but no, it's you can still,
0: imply, you can take context clues, and you can make your own well, decision of what happens with the story. And
1: I think you have to remember too that either way, that was a kid that kid. he lost.
0: He lost his kid. He, he lost. He lost someone he loved a lot, and. A potential child,
1: because that's that's one of the things that you never really think about in horror films when they do point that out is you never really think of the unborn child. You think only that, think of the child once present. It's it.
0: like in God, what what was that? Um, it's a remake of a zombie movie, but um, there's a pregnant Russian woman and her husband is a black guy, and nightmare she, or I mean Night of the Living Dead. I think so. It's the one in the mall.
1: Don. Oh, you're talking about Dawn where it becomes a baby.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because well, she gets she she gets infected but then goes into labor. So he delivers the baby. And it's a zombie baby.
1: And he can't find a way to kill it. Yeah.
0: Well, no. He's like looking at... He's, he's disillusioned at that point. Because his wife is still a zombie. But this other woman comes in with a gun. Shoots her. And he starts shooting at her. And they both shoot each other. And then they see the zombie baby. And someone else kills it. But it's still like, Jesus. Like... That was an unborn child who had no control over the situation. Like, yeah, you're going to feel bad. And, you know,
1: and I really like, I just think it's American culture, Mm -hmm. too. But I I like it when they give gut-wrenchers
0: like that. Yeah, it adds to it. Because
1: it's more emotional. It's not something that you should normalize. And even other cultures like Japan don't normalize it either.
0: No, no.
1: And they're pretty, a lot of these other countries, are kind of laid back when it comes to stuff like that, just for a storytelling purpose.
0: For storytelling purpose, yes. They're not laid back when it comes to horror. My God, Japan, what the hell?
1: No, like, they're, they're like, just take Ju-On, I've never seen that completely through, but. hmm
0: My Ringu? God, you think
1: The Grudge was brutal. Yep.
0: Yeah. Gr- their version of The Grudge, Ringu, Jesus. Have you seen The Audition?
1: No, but I've heard it's... Ooh,
0: don't. <laughs> don't.
1: I've heard it's... it's it's. My like,
0: God. Is Wait. it like a Siberian film? No, it's a but, Japanese movie. But it's, it's like... Oh, okay. They're no. they're very intense. It's very intense. It's intense, but it's also those kind of movies where it's like... There's another movie that we're... Uh, either our review of it has come out, or will come out at some point. A little movie called High Life. Where we both watched that and we were like, this is disturbing in a manner and I don't think I'll ever want to watch this again. But it's, that's how you'll feel with Audition. It's one of
1: those movies that I could only stomach because Robert Patton is in it and I need Robert a couple Pattinson's, of months.
0: Yeah. Just great actor. Pattinson. I not care what anybody says who's mad about the Batman. He's a great actor. Pattinson
1: is great if you don't like it. Watch Good Time. Watch Good Time.
0: Lighthouse. Watch Damsel. Yeah. Damsel, Lighthouse, Lost City of Zed. Don't Dude watch does great don't, shit. Don't,
1: don't don't watch Highlight First.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> if that t- has a taste to oh, it. Go don't get the wrong, he is great in the film.
1: He is He's great, great in the, the film. film. The
0: film, on the other hand We'll talk about it on we another of episode. an
1: episode on that.
0: Or maybe that episode's already came out. That's the beauty of pre-recording. We don't know what the heck is going to happen with this shit. So, Chris is in the hellscape. <laughs> Chris is in hell. And he sees his, like, undead wife. Or the uh, undead pregnant. Baby m- mama. Baby mama. Let's, yeah, let's just call it how it is. Well, they're white, so I don't know. Is there a different term?
1: I don't think so. I think it's just okay. flat out baby mama, but it's that just more That sounded offensive. And... I'm sorry about
0: that, if that no. was offensive to anyone. No. Okay. I,
1: I don't think it's offensive, but that's me. I, I feel like that's just kind of what they've normalized into the African-American culture, to the black culture. It's very fucked up. I <laughs> just calling it baby mama because that's the first thing yeah. that you probably think of when you hear baby daddy. That's the first thing you think of is probably a black guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's something. And that's I'm,
0: not like me. That's just our culture. Which no, that's fun. just the
1: culture because that's that's what I every time I watch TV, that's how it was supposed to be too, and it was like, yeah. Can we imply something else yeah, besides like,
0: just a I the will black be, guy leaves? I will. I will admit it. Stop the presses because I'm going to say this. White guys fuck up a lot too. <laughs> you know, it's not only the black.
1: People who leave their children. There's yeah. plenty of whites who leave oh, their children. Oh, God. Head.
0: Like, that's all it is. <laughs> I can name
1: five or seven, five to seven people, actually, off the top of my head. I that can
0: name 90% of my relatives. <laughs> like, it's not.
1: So, Jeez, but, just wake up a little bit, America.
0: Yeah. Wake up, America. Anyway, well, that sounds like our morning talk show. <laughs> Come wake on, up get America up, America. the nerds. Yeah, there we go. We both got suits on. But nerds Hour, hour
1: presents Why did Wake you... Up America.
0: Why'd you go German there? Nerds Hour does present Um, mm. Wake Up with America. Bounty hunting is a very difficult profession. So, <laughs> Because <but> imagine <laughs> if a German guy said that. It would be better because then people would be twice as confused. Exactly, and that's what we want is confusion. <laughs> so back to the movie. <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> he sees the baby mama she tells him that how you get out of the hellscape is you grab onto the phone so as he's he he's like I saw him in the other room she goes go go live and he's Which... like I'm so he apologizes to her too like he owns up to everything and they embrace and it's very sweet and I really think this was Ian's way this of was actually saying like I
1: forgive you for what happened yeah but this is your one chance
0: this is your shot do not miss your chance to blow yeah you got one shot do not miss your chance to blow so he ends up press b to blow i was making an m reference not a video game porn anyway a video game porn name what's happening
1: i'm sorry are you like the priest from family guy you should have thought about that before you made a porn
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my other favorite family guy joke he was making a joke there are no jokes anymore. Yeah, we live in a post-joke world. Which <laughs> it feels like sometimes. Wake some... up, America. It feels like sometimes. But then, anyway. <laughs> come on, America, wake up. So. um. All right, that's enough pop, yeah, pop he, culture. Yeah, politics. that's enough pop culture references. Politics. Mm-hmm. Politics. Is that our new show where we talk about... Uh, pop politics? Yeah, no, we talk about um, ticks that are running for office on the back of a dog. We should and, It's ticks on one side And, just found, and uh, you vote for what's We're so made? stupid Who makes Isle, Who made Isle of Dogs? Oh, well, uh, Wes Wes Anderson Yeah, I just Great found film? Wes Anderson's new movie Oh yeah, with a post office. <laughs> one hour to press, you're fired Really? I'm no crying in my office <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen a Wes Anderson movie? Ah, long, long time. freaking love Wes Anderson They're so freaking weird, man Oh, it's so I think good. I, I seriously Nick's I should so just happy. I
1: should find his business email and say, mm-hmm. even if you don't credit us, just just make the movie. Yeah, exactly. Because we'll know internally. Mm-hmm. And and it'll be right 100%. here on the podcast. So anybody who don't credit
0: listens. us, dude. You don't even have to pay us to be the voices of anyone. I just want to be able to, I say, to say that I was in a that into West a
1: <laughs> turned into a joke. West into an movie Wes by, Anderson. By Wes Anderson.
0: Yeah. Well, just cause his style is so like unique. Yeah. Like, um God, what was um what was the Pink Hotel movie?
1: You mean uh oh the 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 God. I love that and we have to do a review of that because It's a great movie. Good. It's a great movie. <laughs> the grand the grand budapest Budapest
0: hotel the grand Grand budapest 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 hotel yes yes yes
1: we did that as a film school thing yeah we did that what did you think for one of my classes i liked it it was the color scheming that really made that movie too
0: yeah yeah well like saoirse ronan and um what the heck is his name the kid who played uh, he plays flash Thompson and spider-man in um, the
1: MCU version of Flash.
0: God, um, I want to credit him, because he does so much good stuff, and I'd love to work with him some way. Also, Adrian Brody was in
1: that movie. And Adrian Brody was him. great. And Bill Murray, and Willem Dafoe, Edward Norton. It's, it's an
0: all-star cast.
1: Till the, till the uh Swinton, Swinton. And Jeff Goldblum was in there. And uh, that would be Tony uh, Revelori.
0: Tony Ravalori. Yeah, Tony he's great. Revolori. But anyway, so back to... Sorry, guys. We just went on a huge nerd rant, as we do on this show. So back. but to it the, was needed yeah it was needed so back to the call so um he ends up going to pick up the phone but then brett grabs him and he's like chris where are we and he's like come on we got to grab on the phone he goes i think i saw it this way and he goes it's right there <laughs> and then brett like morphs and like blood comes out of his eyes A creepy scream but chris grabs the phone picks it up and then he's back in the room with the phone which and hangs up the phone, and then the back door opens, which was the direction. I want to say one more thing before we
1: before we move on. Sloane's acting, yeah, in the
0: laughing hysterically
1: like he just doesn't. The-
0: know. <laughs> he commits, man, man commits. That's why I'm so excited to see where his career goes. I would love to see him in more and not just horror films. He's yeah. got a range. Look up it's it's online. Look up Dwight in Shining Armor, and let me know what you think. Again, it's one of those shows where I'm like, Noah would make this. <laughs>
1: or... I probably would. I could probably write comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I have my sense of on the spot, and I think that's what limits me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, in any case, he decides to go out the back door and then go back into the house for Tanya, to which we both um, looked at the screen simultaneously and yelled, Why? <laughs> Why? You're breaking the yeah. rules, dumbass.
1: <laughs> Which uh, made me lose a lot of respect. Yeah, I was like, you uh, idiot.
0: Forewarning,
1: you're going to lose a lot of respect. Because oh his whole redemption from this oh my god, just keeps going downhill Seriously? more and more and more. So, if you were looking for, I'm just going to say it now, if you're looking for the happy ending of... Oh, this movie oh, is a like bummer. like a good
0: neighbor, State Farm is there. No, no, no ad. We're not paid by no. State Farm in any way. But if you're looking
1: farm. for the good ending of seeing a silly ad and then being like, oh, that's so great like any other horror film, you're wrong. Yeah. You're very wrong. You're so, so wrong that you don't even know it. Because
0: I feel like it should have ended with him leaving and then Tanya doing the phone thing. We find out her thing. Credits roll.
1: I'm glad, but I'm going to be a dick here for a second and say, what was your plan here to to be with Tanya, were you just gonna knock her up and yeah. then have another? Like I don't, I don't think the, I don't
0: think they like because that's that sequence when they're both going through the house is just boring. It's just like it was filler time. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, because this is right at the hour and a half mark, right? About yeah,
1: because the, the movie itself is only like an hour and three minutes, so it had to be like an hour and five. Yeah,
0: I feel like a lot. There's some bits of it that was just padding. Yeah. Uh
1: the way that. Tanya goes into, because when he comes back around, before then, Tanya is allowed into the main showroom Yeah, and where she, the TV and stuff
0: is. And she sees a TV that says, like, that says that, um... It
1: has a picture of Edith and Chris,
0: Chris. And he's, well, he tells her, like, he... he she tell, tells him. She tells him, this will be the plan, we'll get them all, and then you'll be rich. Like, and basically... And
1: shoot she, Tanya as soon as she gets into this room.
0: Yeah. And then, like when he comes in, they're bo- She's very hesitant to trust him, obviously, because she just saw video evidence.
1: Which we got a good foreshadowing shot when she saw the rifle before the TV yeah. turned on. Mm-hmm. So when, as soon as uh, Chris runs in, uh, we see that the rifle is gone, and then she aims it at his chest. She aims it at his heart mm-hmm. first, yeah, and then slowly moves up to his head, yeah. And then we from there we see a door open, and um, we see uh, Edward walk in,
0: holding a gun and holding a phone, and he he says that he alludes to the effect of like my wife went to do mysterious things, and yeah, he picks she up the phone has a and pistol goes, in his hand too. Yeah, and he picks up the phone and goes, "Yeah, honey, yeah, I'm doing it right now," and he like points the gun at Tony. He's like, "You're gonna answer this phone."
1: Well, before then, he also mentions to Edith
0: on oh, uh, yeah. the phone that yeah, Chris, oh, Chris yeah, is he here. yeah he came back
1: such a shame
0: yeah which makes them me think Yeah, they just wanted to give him money <laughs> and like
1: they wanted him to be the one who walked away and realized that don't fall in with this crowd you've already messed up because okay, if she you was got able to know chance. that if, mm-hmm. if Edith was able to know that she obviously knew that he had already fell into a bad situation so let's not fall into a bad crowd yeah, and catch the wrong feelings and make that same mistake again
0: exactly exactly
1: so because i well it is revealed too that Tanya well isn't exactly the best companion
0: yeah from in a bit so edward like points guns at them puts the gun down and then you got pissed because will you say Oh, we have this wonderful shot
1: where Chris is the smartest character ever by an abrupt gunshot and then a gun wound
0: into Edward's stomach. Unprovoked, pointless, what the hell. Because keep in
1: mind, Edward had set his gun on the table and told Tanya to answer the phone.
0: Yeah. So a man who was completely unarmed. Yep. And, Which you could argue Chris saw his opportunity and took it, but it's still like, you shot the dude who was nothing but nice to you. You shot the dude who literally
1: had your one ticket to punch out of that place, and you mm-hmm. completely obliterated it. You didn't just burn the ticket. You could have ticket. got $400,000 in 1980s money. Like Yeah, you tore that ticket into four pieces, dropped it in a blender, pushed blend, then mm-hmm. dumped it out into a fire. Yeah, exactly. 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 It was like, be a little bit smarter, because, you know, Edith was nice enough to literally give you the chance and literally walk you Mm -hmm.
0: through how to escape the hellscape. Exactly. Exactly. So they... They end up, like, running, trying to get back out of the house, and the door closes and traps Tanya in that room. The phone starts ringing, and she picks it up stupidly and yells, Leave me alone. But that's when we find out her hellscape. Definitely could tell the teenagers. Yep. That's when we find out her hellscape, which is uh, on her sister's birthday, She was her sister was given a locket that we see Tanya wearing. She was given a locket by... Um, her name? God. what is her name? Uh, Edith? Edith, yes. She was given a locket by Edith. During the
1: she, day of their... During uh, the time for daycare, sorry.
0: Yeah, during the time of day, her daycare, and then Tanya saw the lock and was like, "I want it," and rips it off her neck, and she's like, "No, I'm gonna tell Dad," and, and she's like, "No, you won't," and hits her in the head with a rock, and like dumps her body. And I'm like, Jesus! Like it was a situation where she dumped her 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 sister's body in a place that it was clearly like season. It was a seasonal river thing, so it's like it's dry now, but once the wet season hits, the body will be gone.
1: Well, she also threw her bike down, too.
0: Yep. And she's like, I'm Dad's favorite now. And then, like, the lady got blamed and her life was ruined. So I was like, that that made me go from, I feel bad for her to, yeah, she can die. She Which, can super die.
1: That was the best part about... Edith. She says, I knew as soon as she didn't come back that it was your fault you killed your sister because you couldn't stand that she was your dad's favorite and you weren't.
0: And you you were wearing the necklace and like
1: And you wore a necklace, which is like that was her birthday gift. Why would it be around your neck?
0: Exactly. And me knowing, I didn't
1: believe her character did it because of the fact of if she really had murdered her, she wouldn't have been playing the whole part. There's right. there's a certain dynamic in scripts, specifically horror films, where you can usually tell off the bat when mm-hmm. it's going to be a twist when you've seen enough of them. And this just didn't feel up to par. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like there would have been a little bit more from Edward mm-hmm. into that world of, well, I have to keep this secret. I love my wife, but, you know. I feel like there would have been a little bit more of him knowing and just tagging along with it doesn't exactly make you evil for covering it up.
0: Right. So, but then Christopher does the genius thing again of going back in, seeing the phone, and going back in the phone after knowing what it is. And I feel like his thing was he was going to try and save Tanya, to which I'm like, she's a bitch, no. Yeah. but he ends up going there and she's like you screwed up i gave you a chance and now you threw it away and you're going to pay for it and then he gets killed by his um the the love of his life who he impregnated and then we see a last shot of all four of the kids and then the credits roll
1: oh please say got pregnant not impregnated i don't know why that just impregnated
0: sounds... why I... that's the medical term i know it just sounds i so... impregnated you by shooting my semen into your vuvuzela and a goblin hoarded it and made gingerbread cookies. That's the technical term, Noah. And
1: with that, <laughs> The Call was a great movie in yeah. 2020. <laughs> Tobin Bell and Lin Shay had a killer performance. Mm-hmm. And I'd still say it was worth it. The ending was yeah. kind of abrupt, and it was one of those popcorn movies. I'd say it still earned its 67%. It was intriguing. Yeah. It was a nice concept. I personally would have given it on a scale uh, from one to, 1 to 10. I'd give it about a 6.5. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Uh, the performances of Lynn and Tobin Bell definitely got it up to a 6.8 or 6.9 for me. Just because of how well their dynamic worked. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a very enjoyable movie. Yeah. Hopefully you mm-hmm. guys enjoyed this episode, because yeah. we know we're doing these bonus episodes. So,
0: Just for you guys. Cause yeah. Because we, we like you. It feels special, yeah. and it gives us
1: an ability sweet. to yeah. focus on some older and newer movies that are coming mm-hmm. out, because everybody deserves to know kind of these other films that don't exist. And I think what we'll end up doing, uh, if I haven't done it already, is I'm going to start writing a lot of these 80s nostalgia based films because more often than not during this time I am so pissed off like stuff like Psycho Man Max Reload and another blasters. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the other one. Max Cloud. A lot of Maxes. Um, well, it seems like an action hero name. Yeah. So a lot to of the Max. Yeah. You know, a lot of these 80s films. So like mm-hmm. just to name off a whole bunch: Turbo Kid. Yep. Final Girls. Beyond the Gates. The Call. The Summer Void, of
0: 84.
1: Summer of 84. Uh, Max Reload and Another Blasters. Max Cloud. Psycho Goreman, which oh. uh, has already come up by this point. We probably will have an episode on
0: it. So, As I introduced to you, you're welcome, by the way.
1: Yeah, so a lot of this stuff, you know, people don't really hear about and they don't have a list. So we're right. going to try and make the extra effort so that way you movie buffs out there and movie lovers... Can have a place where you can just look, and if you have anything to add, make sure you comment down below, send us an email, because that way, you know, we really want to expose people to the film culture and stuff Mm -hmm. that they like. And the '80s are definitely a great nostalgia and creative point to have. So, without further ado, this has been Nathaniel Shoemaker, and he's been Noah Sweeto, and this has been Film News Hour. So long, everyone.